Hello, welcome to another episode of our podcast today. And today I will be sharing with you a thought from the Word of God, from the mind of God. And it has to do with what are you supposed to do concerning the devil? Many people have engaged the devil trying to defeat him. Many people have engaged the devil trying to destroy him. Many engage the devil hoping for a victory. Um, That is not how it ought to be. We are not called to defeat the devil. We are not called to fight the devil. Why is this so? Because the devil was an enemy that held sway for thousands of years over people, over the earth. And he did it through the fall of man. And for thousands of years, he held men in bondage. The Bible says, talking about men, talking about the people, he said, those who through the fear of death were subject to bondage all their lives. So, this will tell you that the fear of death made men to come into bondage. Bondage to sin. Bondage to the enemy. And who is the one who had the power of death? The Bible says death is an enemy and it shall be destroyed. And we are also told that Jesus Christ defeated the one who had the power of death by dying. So he died to defeat the one who had the power of death. That's how he did it. So we know that the one who had the power of death, who held men in bondage, was defeated by Jesus. He has already been defeated. Oh, Father, thank you. So we know that... He has been defeated. Death has been defeated. So death held men in bondage. So men fear death. So what is death? Death is more than the cessation of life. When you're looking at a lifeless body, a corpse, the carcass of a man, animal, you think about death. They died. They are no longer in their bodies. Their bodies are now decomposing as a result of lifelessness. So death ensues and the next thing is decomposition. So what now? So death was able to rule over men and held them in bondage because of fear. Now, a lot of things are necessary for us to consider. One is the fear of death. Fear is a very powerful force 
that whoever indulges in fear becomes a slave. Yes, it becomes a victim. It becomes a resident of the prison, a man or woman who is held in bondage. So, Satan ruled the world through the fear that men had. Fear is a spirit, and this spirit is one that held men and caused them to act in a certain way. Now, if you have listened to our our podcast, any of our podcasts where we talked about faith, you would know that you are either living in faith or you are living in fear. And both work on the same principle. What do I mean? What is faith? Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, faith is coming from a place to inform you about that place. So, information comes from a realm and that realm is invisible. So, the only way you would know about that realm is if someone within the realm or from that realm speaks to you and tells you about the existence of that realm. So God who is in that realm speaks to us through his word. And because his word comes, it comes with a force. It comes with power. When the power comes to you, then the word of God is coming to you. And faith is the power that delivers the word to you. And once you receive the word, the power in the word is which is the power of love you know transported to you transmitted to you through faith comes into your spirit and you find yourself with faith because faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of god because it instructs you it tells you it impacts you and helps you to renew your mind so you can think in line and be a vessel a temple that can receive further transmission from that realm Okay, so fear is believing something from another realm, just like believing, just like faith is believing something that comes from the realm of love. Love speaks to you. Fear is the devil, it's death speaking to you, threatening you, telling you things that causes you to fear. Just like God speaking to you in love causes you to have faith. Is why we are told in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15, speak the truth one to another. But you speaking the truth one to another in love, speaking the truth in love. So fear is speaking a lie in what? In lust. L-U-S-T. In lust. So, fear comes because there's an entity that has entered into the world because of the fall of man, 
because of sin. The Bible says death came into this world through sin. When sin was committed, it gave the legal ground for death to appear in this world and operate over men. So death became a lord over men. He became the de facto leader over the sons of men because of the fall of man, the fall of Adam. So when death came, he became king. He became the god of this world. He became the god of this world, the prince of darkness. So you, whoever is in a sinful state cannot argue the leadership of death the leadership of darkness, the leadership of sin over them. So they were in bondage to the rule of death, to the rule of fear on the earth. That fear is what death used to control men. So it held sway. It was in charge. It was a strong man that kept his prisoners and didn't let them go. No one could escape his grip. No one could escape from captivity. He held men. He held men. Because the fall is man separating from God. So whoever is separated from God is a legal captive to death. They walk in fear. They live in fear. And they always are subjected to fear, to death. So the power by which death operated is fear. Just like the power by which love operates on earth is faith. Even faith works by love. I say this, faith is love in motion love in action so death ruled by fear over the sons of men who had fallen into its grip legally so it dictated their lives to them remember death is not a good thing in and of itself it's not a good thing because when someone dies there's nothing good in that and death in this case is not just the set when the life of a being, a human body or an animal comes out of him and leaves the body. That is not all there is to death. It, in, when it comes to men, it is spiritual. When it comes to the humankind, it is spiritual. The end of it is the lake of fire. Because wherever you don't find life, what you find is death. And death will not stop the force of death will not stop until there is total decomposition it cleans up after the dead body it decomposes the dead body until it returns to dust that is in the physical but in the spiritual it does not end until it is totally taken out spiritually not to be found again so it is a force so it was powerful, it was strong. No man could face it. No man could stop death. No man could escape death. No man could escape death. No one. Everyone 
before Christ was subject to death, to the power of death, fear is what death used and still uses to control men. And control is not just to threaten them that they will die. No, it is a force. You have to understand it is a force that by which it controls the minds of men. It is a force by which it controls the mind of men. Their minds are subject to its force, to its dictates. So this happened. After the fall. So, what are we saying? So, the devil ruled by this means till Jesus came. The only people that he didn't, he had less authority and control over were those who worshipped the true God, Jehovah, Yahweh. Those who surrendered to him after Adam fell. Men after a while started going back to God. Those who went to God had faith in God. And so the power and the force of fear and death was less in their lives. Yes, they died. But they did things. That's why I'm telling you, it's not just the cessation of life when the man drops dead. No, it's beyond that. Death is also sickness. Death is, uh, expresses itself in many ways. In sickness, in lack, in poverty, in shame, in disgrace, in depression, in all negative emotions and all negative circumstances. That is the expression of death. All these things are a form of death, an expression of death on the earth. So those who believed in God, who, who, I mean, if you check out Hebrews 11, you find a roll call of people who believed God and did amazing things. The reason they did those things was because of their faith in God. And because of it, they were able to negate the force and the effect of fear and death in their lives and over their people. So that's how it operated. So this dude, this guy, the devil, the spirit of death, operated by fear and controlled men. It caused them to do things he wanted. And so they had sway for thousands of years until Jesus finally came and died and took power from them and stripped them and created a new man, a new race, a new people. The God kind. Those who are born again, whoever receives Christ becomes a new kind of man. So you don't fight that guy. So the way, look, what I'm saying to you is this. Jesus came 2,000 years ago after several years, after thousands of years that the, uh, death had been reigning to defeat death. He defeated death. He defeated the grave. He defeated Hades, the place of the dead. He defeated them and came out alive. No one had come out alive by his own strength. Yes, people were raised back to the dead. But this one was not raised. This one came back by the power, by a new life. The new life. He overcame. He, he had a life that could overcome death. That is the life that raised him from the dead. He arose a new being. A life with a life that could not be stopped by death. That was fearless. This was the only person that did it. And this was the only way it could have been done. 
anyone trying to defeat the devil or death any other way was, you know, delusional. So trying to get this job done any other way apart from how Jesus did it is not going to work. So we and it, so as far as those who have received Christ is concerned, listen, those who have received Christ have received the reality of who came out of the grave. He came out with a life that death cannot touch. They are what fearless. They have no fear of death. They feared not their life. They didn't give up. They feared not for their life. But they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Those who overcome are those who have received Christ, who know these truths. And nobody can give an excuse concerning that because you have access to the Bible. You can read this thing there. So what am I saying? Don't fight who has already been defeated. Jesus did the work. Trying to fight the devil puts you at a disadvantage because you cannot fight him. The only person that could has done it already. Trying to fight the devil is trying to do what Jesus did and it will not work. It will end in misery. It will, it will not end well. It will end in the destruction of the person foolish enough to try and fight the devil. Because the devil is defeated already. By trying to fight the devil, you are empowering the devil to fight you. Because if you believe in Jesus, if you received Christ, you will receive what he did. So don't try to fight the devil. Don't try to defeat the devil. He is defeated already. So your stand with concerning the devil your mindset concerning the devil is that he is defeated and in your own life he is defeated so why those who don't know this are living under the bondage of you know fear and experiencing all kinds of things you do not go with them you stand on the truth and the truth is that death has been defeated the devil who had the power of death has been what defeated That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Listen, when you become born again, you got something so amazing. What is expected of you right now is to search the scriptures and know what Jesus did. Find the details. That is why you have to receive the Holy Ghost. He is the revealer of the things that Jesus did. Jesus said, look, I will send you the promise of the Father. I will send you another comfort. I will send you the spirit of truth who will lead you into all truth. And when he comes, he will lead you into all truth. He will, he will reveal the things to you. He said, look, he will not speak of himself, but he will speak of me. Because everything that belongs to the Father belongs to me. That is why I said to you, he will speak of me and not of himself. In other words, the Holy Ghost is a revealer to lead into all truth. It teaches us, it shows us what belongs to us. When it shows it to you, believe it, you confess it and you have it. So you should be hungry for the deep things of God. That is why your fellowship with the Holy Ghost must be daily, every day, all time. So he can tell you things. He can lead you into scriptures. And listen, 
make up your mind to study to read the scriptures daily because when you are reading what the Holy Ghost will usually do is to highlight certain scriptures to you certain portion of the scriptures to you so that he cannot tell, oh that is actually possible for you now you say really yeah you say yeah then he begins to teach you then show you other things and begins to help you build confidence faith in what he highlights to you is innumerable but you can have it piece by piece so you always have to pray 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 so don't try to fight a defeated enemy don't your confession is you are defeated and as far as i'm concerned i believe it jesus defeated you you have nothing to fight me with of course he's going to try and lie to you and that's what he has been doing he's left with nothing else but lies and he has enough people to believe his lies so as to manifest his kingdom on earth but jesus also has his people who believe the truth and manifest his glory on earth they don't believe the lie because they are always in fellowship with the holy ghost who shows them this truth and they believe it they confess it and they live it and it's a reality for them so in them around them and the places that they influence you find the majesty the glory of jesus because the holy ghost shows you the things of jesus and you manifest it jesus said i do nothing except what my father shows me they say what he does he shows me what he does then i do it on earth he shows me how to do it then i do it the holy ghost shows you how to do it then you do it that's the way to work so you don't need to fear anything you have the holy ghost you have the comforter with you you have the spirit of truth with you so don't fear don't let anyone stop you ride on prosperously ride on in victory we live after the defeat of satan after the victory of christ we are the proof of his victory say so you shall be witnesses we are his witnesses we are his witnesses so he gave us power to be witnesses to live out the reality of the cross the reality of the resurrection on earth so that men can see it so it's not just in a book. So don't, they don't think it's a folklore. No, it's the truth. And the truth is found in your life because you receive the truth, believe the truth, confess the truth, act on the truth, and live the truth for all men to see. He said, let your profiting appear before all men. Jesus said, let your light so shine that men may see it and give glory to God. So your life ought to give glory to God. When you are in that situation, that impossible situation, men think, oh, this is over. Then the Holy Ghost tells you what to do. You do it. And they see the impossible become possible. And they are amazed. They are awed. And they ask you, how did you do it? They say, look, the Holy Ghost told me what to do. Who is the Holy Ghost? Then you tell them. You tell them about Jesus. Then you witness to them. The truth by your life. And by the message you speak and live. Praise the Lord. So it's important you know that you should live in the aftermath of the cross. 
not before the cross. We are not before the cross. We are after the cross. The Bible talks about the prophets who looked into the future, who looked into Christ, and they saw the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. We are for the glory that follows. The suffering has already taken place 2,000 years ago. Don't live in that. Live in the glory that should follow. They who have received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life as kings. They shall be kings over life, over circumstances, and convert the earth and change the earth, transform the earth and make it like heaven. That's your job. That's my job. We have received Christ. So don't fight the devil. Fighting him puts you at a disadvantage because why would you fight somebody that is dead, that is defeated? You're trying to create a situation you don't want. Trust me. When you face the devil and he tries to tell you a lie, just look for the truth and speak the truth and stand there, no matter how painful the experience may be. After that comes the glory. Paul said, Our light affliction, which is for but a moment, worketh for us an eternal weight of glory, exceeding, eternal, exceeding weight of glory. That's what it does. So Satan will always come with his lies. Stand your ground when you do. Yes, the affliction may be there, but it will be for a moment. If you stand the truth, your body will feel some things you won't like it. But if you stand there, you become stronger at the end of it. The next time, it won't be that much. And that's how you grow. Because if you if you cave in to any pressure Satan brings your way, how are you going to grow? That means it's just going to keep you in that spot. But when you resist with the truth, when you stand your ground as I'm not going to believe your lies, I'm going to only believe what the word of God says. You grow. Christ rises in you and the flesh is subdued. The soul is subdued. Put under the spirit. Put under you. And you will be exhibiting glory because what follows is glory. Exceeding, eternal, amazing. That's what happens. So don't fight the devil. Just speak the truth. So just find out the truth. Enforce the truth through your confession and doing the word. Amen. So, um, I wanted to share this with you so you understand because I released an episode today and, I mean, yesterday too and I have been speaking about restoration and all that. So, please do your research, search the scriptures yourself and find these things because it helps you to also look into the Bible and find these things yourself. I'm showing you what exists. You can question it. There's no problem with that. But do it with the word of God, not what men say. Open your Bible and search the scriptures. Be like the Bereans who search the scriptures to see whether what Paul told them is true. It strengthens your faith. It establishes you. Instead of essay, you have seen it for yourself. And 
more powerful and more advantageous for you. So God bless you for listening. I love you. And I'll keep doing my best to get you the word. Uh, And look, if you listen to the word consistently, you will become amazing. I'm telling you, the word of God will leave you in such a glorious state. It will be amazing. So don't give up on the word. Listen to the word. Read the word. Search the scriptures. Research the word. Study the word. Speak the word. Believe the word. And you will produce miracles. Always. So I'm encouraging you to please search these things. They are there. Go for the scriptures. It's your most valuable possession on earth. Your Bible. Yeah. So, that's what it is. You don't need to fight the devil and try to defeat the devil. He is defeated already. What you need to do, what needs to happen is you know the truth. Colossians 2, 14, 15 tells us about Jesus disarming, stripping the principalities and powers. You know, he stripped them, he defeated them. And he made a public spectacle of them. And when he stripped them, they had nothing left. So you don't need to be afraid of somebody that is stripped. No matter how, you know, ferocious a dog is. If you remove its teeth, remove its claws, what is it going to bite you with? Is it going to beat you with backing? No. The devil can back. Let him back. Let him back. He can bite you. But if you believe that he has teeth, he has claws, you know what happens? I'll tell you. Why it's dangerous for you to think you should fight the devil? Because you see, the way the devil became the god of this earth in the first place is why you shouldn't do this. Adam and Eve did not lack anything, but the devil convinced them that they lacked something. Thereby creating in their minds a lack mentality. So they tried to get what they thought they didn't have, which they already had. They had everything they needed. God did not make a mistake. So in creating that desire for what he told them they didn't have, It empowered the devil over them. So Satan, who could not look Adam in the face to begin with, suddenly became powerful. Who gave the devil power? You need to understand. Man gave the devil power. And just like Adam gave Satan, the serpent, power in Genesis chapter 3, so also you can give him power when you see him as a formidable enemy. Same way. There's no body that has power on earth except humans, man. And they can create problems by their mindset. So if Satan convinces you that he has power and you must fight him, and you are like, oh, the devil is there, I must fight him. Oh, he wants to get me, he wants to get me. What you are doing is what Adam did. He created an enemy, he empowered the enemy and made himself weak because in the in the real sense he actually stepped himself down he brought himself down and made himself weak and made his serpent strong that's what happened so he didn't have 
power. So Satan became the god of this world. It's because look at it. Look at it. Let's look at it this way. By saying you don't have, what happens? Remember, you shall have whatever you say. I will do whatever I hear you say in my hearing. That's what God told the Israelites. In other words, you have the power to speak life or speak death. So, Satan is what he became after the fall because man created him. Satan didn't have any power to bring down Adam. He had to just deceive him to think he was weak. He wasn't weak. So the moment he believed Satan, the moment the deception got him, he made a weak version of himself that Satan could now control. What happened before was Adam fell to a lower degree. When he fell to a lower degree, Satan rose above that and was able to now bully man because he now became fearful. The fear of lack. So this is the reality you must avoid. Satan has been defeated. He has been put back under your feet just like he was under Adam's feet in the beginning before Satan convinced Adam that he was weak. So you also must not do make the same mistake Adam made by believing you are less than who Christ says you are. He tells you you are a new creation. You must believe. And he tells Satan is revealed to us in scriptures as a defeated foe. To think otherwise is to lower yourself and empower the devil over your life. And only you would be experiencing that because in reality, Satan is defeated. So which reality will you go by? The one that Jesus gave you or the one the devil wants you to believe? Because you will create what you believe. If Satan convinces you that you are weak, you will create a weak you. It's as simple as that. That's how it functions. So the circumstances around you that Satan is trying to get you to believe in is just targeted at you believing a lie. And creating that light because whatever you believe you will speak it and you will create it and you will live in it so the bondage was created by man by Adam and just like Adam had authority you have authority over your own life God doesn't micromanage you he gives you information expecting you to believe it and speak in it he has said so that we may see so what are you saying? Are you saying what God says or you're saying what the devil says? Whoever you believe amongst them is what you will speak and that's the reality you would create. So don't empower Satan by fighting him. Have you ever seen that? There's a picture, a meme um, going over the internet about a dog race. There was a racetrack for dogs and there was a, uh, there was a cheetah there. And the dogs took off and they were running and the cheetah was just there. I don't know how authentic that picture is, but the message is clear. You know you are the fastest. You don't need to fight with anybody for position. Come on. 
So Satan will try to get you to run with dogs so you can be like them and contest and fight over what you shouldn't fight for. Praise the Lord. So I hope you get the message. Don't create a weak version, a weak version of you. There's nothing weak in the new creation. Don't create a weak being by believing the lie. So how Satan gets you to, you know, say the wrong things, to act the wrong way, to engage him. Why are you engaging somebody that has been defeated? With what will he fight you? So if he convinces you that he is powerful, he has weapons, he has all these things. So when you believe those lies and you're like, oh man, I have to protect myself against this weapon. Which weapon? There's no weapon. So by believing it, you are creating it. And you, he engages your mind, he traps your mind. You don't want that. No child of God is sick. Let me say this. If you are sick, it's because you have believed the lie. And you have believed it for so long that it's now manifested in you. Praise the Lord. Alright, so thank you very much. God bless you for listening to me. I just thought you should listen. You should hear that. Alright, thank you. God bless you. I love you. Bye.